Great evening, great evening, great evening. Hey, folks, hey, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin with another Millionaire Midnight Rant podcast. Are you excited? I've missed you guys here. I'm back in Houston, Texas here. Believe it or not, back home. Feel good. Unfortunately, Lupe forgot to put and replace my weighted blanket. So tonight... Uh, I don't have my weighted blanket here, but it's okay. How's everybody doing here tonight? Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant with Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, where we talk about manifestation, we talk about mindset, we talk about success and prosperity and abundance, and we talk about some of the esoteric parts of becoming wealthy here, okay? So tonight I want to do a Q&A. You know, I haven't did one in a while. And a Q&A just gives you the opportunity as a person around the world to ask me a question here. My pedigree is this. I'm a college dropout. My young, my, my young years was pretty tough. Filled with problems and adversity. And... I grew up in the hood, uh, more specifically on the south side of Houston, Texas. But I still became a multimillionaire, believe it or not. Still became a multimillionaire, currently worth over $30 million. Life is good. I'm in the digital marketing space, Forex as well, and I'm also a real estate investor. So life is good. And I'm here to share my philosophy with the world, which is you. And I'm here to be transparent, honest, and very unfiltered. That's why I call it a rant. Because I want you to be able to see the side of millionaires that you probably won't see if you meet us in person, right? Millionaires tend to give you a version of themselves because average and poor people, and I'm not don't don't think I'm just trying to call you average and poor, right? But it, it is what it is. But, you know, average and poor people or people that are not wealthy, we understand that you, type, those type of people are emotional, very emotional. You get emotionally triggered very quickly. So, you know, rich people, they tend to just to tell you what you want to hear, honestly. But not on the rant. Not on the rant. No sirree. Here, you better have tough skin. Okay. Because I might call you out. I may say something that may bring tears to your eyes. But one thing is, I'm going to keep it real with you, okay? And I think it's important for wealthy people to keep it real with people like yourself that want to be wealthy, right? And they want to make money because, listen, this is not for the weak, honestly. It's not, you know, becoming wealthy and rich and having all the money and running all these different companies. It is not for the weak. It's not for the soft, period. And I know a lot of you think that you have what it takes, but honestly, most of you don't have what it takes to become independently wealthy. And that's okay. But my goal is to give everybody the opportunity and the ability to make that happen based off my philosophy. I'm self-made, which means no one made me a millionaire. I did it myself. I do have an awesome team today. I thank God for my team, the Virgin Media team. Shout out to the Virgin Media team, everybody that works with me, I, I 
I manage directly and indirectly about 70 plus people around the world. So we're doing pretty well. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I love them. I love my team and I love developing people to become rich and wealthy and get what they want, whatever that is. So um, go ahead and comment your names here below. Let me know if you want if you want to see the view. I think I have my remote uh, around here somewhere. So if you want to see the view, comment the word view. Mr. J Mac, what's going on? Roxy, Jessica, Marius, Jordan, Celeste, Williams, Adrian, Black American Goddess, Anna, Renetta, Higher Self Club, Camilla, Pedro. Just giving everybody a shout out and thank you for the likes and shares. I really do appreciate that. Like I said, I, I'm not going to pitch you anything. This is just pure value. I'm here to serve you. I, I believe a service leads to greatness. And I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Is that okay? I don't care if I have 35 people, 35 million. This is, this is my purpose. And it feels so good to live my purpose. And many people are not fortunate enough to discover their purpose. But I did. And I'm so thankful. Thankful to God. Thankful to you. And just thankful for life, you know, that I was able to discover my purpose. And listen, all of you that's looking for your purpose, all of you that want to have a purpose, keep looking. Keep trying things. Keep discovering more of yourself. Read. Surround yourself around people who are making more money than you are, who are experiencing the type of lifestyle that you want to experience because you get ideas and clues and one day you'll be able to live your purpose as well, okay? But let me tell you something. It's nothing better. This is much better than making a million dollars, 10 million, 20, 30 million. I mean, living your purpose is worth more than money. I But don't get it twisted. I love the money, okay? I love the money. But living your purpose, it is just unmatched. And nobody can ever explain to you how that feels except from a person that's living their purpose as well, Okay? All right, so um, go ahead and type your questions here below, and I'll definitely give you a shout-out if you want me to say your name. Hey, Justin, how are you? Justine, how are you? Make sure you take notes. I learned this from a millionaire years ago. He said, whenever, Wesley, whenever somebody is speaking that is living the lifestyle that you want to live, take notes, write it down. Don't trust your brain. Write it down, okay? So make sure you take notes. If you want to be successful, be a student of success. And be a serious student of success. Does that make sense, everyone? Okay. All right, great. Lawrence Samoa, how are you? J-Rod. Lucas. What's up, Mia? Mia. Mia. All right, you guys want to see the view? Give me a second. So go ahead and post your questions below. It can be about mindset, about manifestation. It can be about business, entrepreneurship, making money online, digital market. I don't care anything, you know. I'm here to help you. Maybe you starting a company. Maybe you want to start a company. So I'm here to assist and provide value to you. There you go. This is my view from my bedroom. And listen, it's just inspiration, you know. Um, 
I'm not bragging. It's just my life, and feels good to be able to see Houston, Texas, right outside my bedroom. I'm in one of the tallest buildings in Houston, Texas, and I'm at the top floor. Stand a penthouse here. It's a beautiful, gorgeous penthouse. I've given you guys tours many times before, um, and I'm just blessed. You know, I really am. I'm grateful. All right, questions for me, please. How do I attract millionaires? Easy. The easiest and fastest way to attract millionaires is to go where millionaires are. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think millionaires are at the dollar store? Because I know some of you shop at the dollar store, Dollar Tree, right? Do you think millionaires shop at the 99 cent store? <clears throat> Do you think millionaires go to Walmart on a weekly basis? I'm not saying they never go, but do you think that's the first choice of, you know, buying toothpaste? They're going to Walmart. You think Mark Cuban, Oprah Winfrey is going to be at Walmart? Right? Do you think <clears throat> super rich people are going to be at McDonald's and Burger King? No. Not at all. So the thing is, if you want to attract millionaires, you have to go where they congregate. Golf clubs, country clubs, golf courses, five-star hotels, the bar, five-star restaurants. Okay? Just go. And these most of these places are free to go, such as a five-star hotel. You don't have to pay. Go to the bar and get your glass of water and talk to people. Okay? Open your mouth. Oh, you guys hit me with that floss? I'm sorry. Is that is that annoying you? Hold on. Give me a second, guys. I love to floss my teeth, folks. That's my that's my hack. That's why my teeth are so beautiful. Give me a second. I floss 10 times a day. Hold on. Excuse me. I know this is so unprofessional, but I got to get it in. In a second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I'm good. All right, I'm back. Hey, Lori, how are you? So, yeah, that's, I mean, listen, that's what millionaires are. I mean, come on, it's just obvious, right? The millionaires, they're not at the places where poor and average people go, right? A lot of you, um, I mean, come on, Walmart, 99 cent store. I mean, do you think the millionaires are in the line of Black Friday? No. So, some of the places that you're currently going, well, you need to go to the places where we are, okay? Five-star hotels, the bar, restaurants, golf courses, country clubs, even the gym. Listen, even the gym, folks, even the gym. You know, listen, you know, you have 24-hour fitness. You got Lifetime, LA, Fit, you know, all these different gyms. Listen, stop going. If you work out, how many of you work out? Comment below. If you're going to the gym, stop going to the gym where, for lack of a better word, you know, poor average people go. I used to go to 24-Hour Fitness, and I liked it. And, you know, it was cool, but let me tell you something. No one, and maybe, maybe, I don't know, it wasn't any Rolls Royces out there at 24-Hour Fitness, right? And I guess it really depends on where you live, but listen, get yourself a membership at Equinox, Okay. You got Equinox in Houston, in Miami. Like, honestly, upgrade your gym membership. Some of you, you want to be around those type of people, um, but you're not willing to pay the costs, 
right? Equinox. I got a gym membership at Equinox and 24 Hour Fitness. Because, you know, when I want to get down and nasty, gutted, I go to 24 Hour Fitness, right? When I want to hang around the bougie people, everybody at Equinox, you know, especially the women, I mean, they look amazing. They wear their amazing outfits and they wear makeup at the gym. I mean, but it is what it is. But everybody looks good. And everybody's somebody, lawyers, doctors. You know, digital marketers, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, it is what it is. But um, surround yourself around the people that you want to become. Start going to those poor gyms with those poor nine-to-five people. And listen, I'm not throwing rocks at you. Just relax. You know, don't get mad at me. And like I said before, this is a rant, which means I'm going to be unfiltered. I'm not going to watch my tongue. I'm not going to watch what I say. I'm just going to give it to you raw. I'm going to tell you what it is, okay? It is what it is. Two type of people, the rich and the poor. I mean, it is what it is. And honestly, I put the average people in the poor category as well. And the reason why I do, because, like, if you don't have the ability to do what you want to do in life, you're pretty much poor to me. I don't know. Like, if you don't have freedom, like me, I could do what I want to do. If you can't do that, like, tomorrow morning, if you can't tell your boss, hey, man, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Hey, I'm not coming in the next day. And still get some money. I'll get still get paid. Well, you're probably not free either. You know, so it is what it is. All right, what's next? It is what it is. You like that? Check out Alpha Land. Nah, that's a big, huge, crowded gym. Why would I go to Alpha Land? First of all, it's too far away. I don't. I don't need to go to a large gym. I need to get my workout in. I'm not. Listen, one thing about me: when I go to the gym, I'm not going to the gym to flirt. I'm not going to the gym to go look at women and meet people. I'm honestly, I go. To, I'm not trying to meet nobody at the gym. Believe it or not, when I go to the gym, you, you may think I'm a very mean person because I don't make eye contact with nobody. I don't make eye contact with women. I don't make eye contact with men. I, don't, I try my best to avoid. Like I'm, I'm honestly in my own zone. I worked out like today. I worked out for like two hours. I'm not talking to people. I don't want to talk to anybody honestly at, at all. Now I get if it's a fan, somebody that knows me from the internet. Typically, sometimes I'm going to say, oh, man, you that guy. Are you that guy? Are you that guy? Are you that guy, Wes? Are you that guy? I'm like, yes, I'm that guy. So that's cool. But typically, I just prefer to be in my own zone because I want to push myself. And I'm in my bubble of excellence. Okay. What's next? What about private gyms? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I guess I've never been to a private gym, but. I mean, as long as the rich people are there, right? You want to go around the people that you want to become. Go to the gym with all the Rolls Royces and the Bentleys and the the Euros and all the beautiful cars are. Go to that gym. I mean, at my gym, people do typically ask me what I do because they see me dropping a new car every day, obviously. But uh, they be like, this one guy today. He said, man, do you got that 4x4 G-Wagon? And I'm like, guilty. That's me. Guilty as charged, my guy. And he said, man, I'm thinking about giving me something else. But like right now, that G-Wagon that I had, the 4x4 2017, like you can't even get it because they don't make it anymore. And now it's like priced over 100000 plus of what I bought it for. It's like 350000 right now. And so uh, then... He was a cool guy. He has his own business as well. He does very well. And he said, 
said, what else you got? I said, I got a little Rolls Royce color. You know, whatever, you know. He said, then it, it, it tripped me out. He said this, and he said it very quietly. He said, what do you do? He said, what do you do? And I don't understand. He said it very quietly, though. He said it like a whisper. He's like, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, when you start telling people you got a Rolls Royce and a 4x4, I mean, listen, that's my own. This is one thing about me, folks. Let me share something. And it's probably what you want to adopt when you become wealthy. You want to be very, I'm very private with my life. I know it seems to you because I post a lot. You see me travel the world, blah, blah, blah. But listen, I'm very, I'm a very private person. And I'm the type of person, I'm not going to tell you what I have because I really don't care. Like, I don't go out and be like, oh, yeah, I got all these cars, man. I got this car. I got this. Like, I, I, I just listen, honestly. And I don't know. I just, because people get kind of, and I get it. They admire you. But it get kind of weird sometimes. When you tell people you got all these cars, they're like, what? Why do you have so many? What do you do? I'm like, I'm the president of the United States of America. That's what I do. Right? So I'm very private. Um, I don't go out a lot at all. Hell no. I like being at the house. Right? Period. I love my house. I'm going to be here until I die. <laughs> I like traveling as well. But typically... When I'm in Houston, I don't like going around. I just don't like being around. And, and it's boring for me anyway, so I just don't. I'd rather go to some foreign country, honestly. Like, I just got back from Brazil, so it was fun. Give me a second, folks. I'm trying to get comfortable over here. Ugh. All right. What's next? And, and I suggest you do the same thing. You know, you have some guys out there. When they start making a little money, not even a lot of money, a little money, they buy them one little car, buy them one Bentley, one Rolls Royce, one Mercedes, and they want to go to the club every weekend. I mean, every weekend at the club, at the club. Look what I got. Look at this car. I got a car. I got a, I just bought me this brand new car. Ha, ha, ha. But let me tell you something. They wear all this jewelry, but you got to be careful with people because they watching you. I mean, people are not dumb. They're not stupid. You can't be stupid because even though I have good intentions, but come on, I'm not dumb. I know, you know, somebody watching me. They watching me. They watching how I move. And if I'm going to be careless and stupid and go to the club and go to the bar every weekend, it's somebody that's watching me, right? It's somebody that's jealous of me. Somebody see me wearing the AP watch, $80,000 going. I mean, think about it. Somebody's like, if you start to be very predictive with your behavior, somebody's going to watch you. And somebody's going to watch you that's not going to like you. And they're not going to like you because you're doing well. See you moving around. You got pretty girls. You got to be careful, folks. Okay. So, and I don't do it because I'm afraid, because I'm not afraid, but I just, I don't like being around a lot of energy, honestly. I like being around my energy, Wesley Virgin's energy. I like being around my children's energy because they're always positive. They make me feel good. Like me and my kids, my children, my baby girls, and my son, perfect. If I can be with them, Man, my life is perfect, and I love it, right? Um, what's next? What's next here? How are you losing 90K in Forex? Not 90K, man. I lost 20,000. We love felt. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, yeah, I'm down $20,000. You know, listen, I was going to, to record this, this podcast with the title... You have to be enthusiastic about losing. I want you to, 
Listen, I know it sounds crazy, right? You're like, what? About losing? Yeah. Listen. Listen, comment those words below. I must be enthusiastic about losing. Okay? Excited. Ecstatic. See, many of you right now, you're like, what? Why would I be ecstatic? And my question is, why not? Why not? Like, why not be excited that you're losing? Because in my opinion, a better way to frame that is, well, I'm not losing. I'm winning. I'm learning. Right? That's 20,000. Like, honestly, money can never be lost. The money just not in my Forex account. It's somewhere else. And now I got to get it back, which I will. So you have to learn to be enthusiastic when you lose something. You lose money. You lose a spouse. You lose a girl. Lose a guy. Lose whatever you're losing, right? Got to be excited about that because it's a learn. It's lessons. It's a, it's a learning experience for me. That's how I frame it. That's just how I think about it. So if I'm down, it's not even a big deal. I mean, it's only twenty thousand dollars. It's different. It was two hundred million. Now listen, if I lost two hundred million dollars. I may have a moment. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, but I mean, come on, twenty thousand? Are you kidding me? So what? Not a big deal. And that's why. Listen, that's how I want you to start thinking about your life. Some of you cry and whine when you lose twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. You're like, oh my god, do I took my twenty dollars? Who got my twenty? Do you got my twenty? I put my twenty in this car, and who got my twenty? I put my twenty on my dresser. I put my twenty in my wallet. Somebody took my twenty. I mean, you're going off the handle on twenty dollars, <laughs> right? It's, it blows my mind. <laughs> twenty dollars, right? And I get it. I'm like, well, Wesley, I don't have any money, so that twenty, I need it. Listen, you got to learn how to detach emotionally. When it comes to money. And I get it. It's difficult. But it's possible. Right? You got to detach yourself. Because you're going to make money. You're going to lose money. You're going to earn money. You're going to save money. That's how it's going to be for the rest of your life. But the key is this. Is to be able to make more money than you lose. That's it. You learn how to be right most of the time when it comes to money. But you're always going to lose it. It's going to. You're going to fail. I mean, it's just a part of the process. Not a big deal. Right? All right, what's next here? Let me see. <laughs> I love it. Robert said, I can't wait to lose more. Yeah, listen. Let me share this with you. Some of my biggest losses have gave birth to some of my biggest wins. And I can tell you a ton of stories. My bit, I give you an example. Well, one company, I'm not going to say the company's name, but I was making $2 million per year. And overnight, it was gone. $2 million gone. Such as the, that just saved me and the company had a disagreement and we decided to cut ties. So I was earning like 200000 a month, like passive income just coming in the bank. You know what I mean? That's why I got all this stuff. Stupid stuff, right? That's why I got Versace wallpaper on my walls because I just, you know, I just spend my money like it's crazy, right? I'm just, but listen, when you got a lot of money, it gets boring. You just spend it for no reason. But check it out. So, <laughs> but I was like, this is awesome. I'm so glad I'm no longer with this company because something better. Listen, the next company I got involved with, I did over $10 million. Yeah, so, and I did it in less than two years. So, 
You know, so and I made that money with the new company easier than I did with the with the previous company. Does that make sense? So I lost that to gain more. Yeah, I mean, this is how it works. What's next here? Do you think that bank trades against retail traders? I don't know. I have no clue, my guy. And that's another thing. If I don't know something, I'm going to tell you I don't know, honestly. I'm not here to be your god or your guru that I can answer every single question. I can answer a lot, but I'm not a paragon of knowledge in areas of life that I feel are useless. And that's a lot of errors to me. So, uh, yeah. Also, if you want to go live with me tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm down if you want to go live. I'm feeling good tonight, so I'm feeling... I know usually I compel you guys to give me to 100, 100 million viewers, you know, at one time. But 57 million, I can deal with that. So if you want to go live with King West, I'm open. Okay. But make sure you have your camera on you. I need to be able to see you. Okay. If you go live with me, turn your lights on. And I need to be able to see you. Okay. Solidity trait of a good business partner. A solid trait. I guess that's what you've been saying. Um, loyalty, man. Loyal. And honest. That's it. I mean, you'll be lucky. Like, I'm very blessed to have Ariella, which is my number two. She's my number two. Many of you know her. She's the young lady I met at 27. Now she's a multimillionaire. Um, I, I trust her with everything. And she's loyal to me. And, you know, people can always be disloyal. It is what it is, but... I've never had an issue with her. You know what I mean? Never. I don't think I ever would. You know, I, I, I was blessed to be able to manifest Ariella. I mentor her. I teach her the business. Still teach her. It's a lot to learn. And I'm grateful to have her a part of the Virgin Media company. Let me see here. What's next? How hard is it to publish an ebook? It's very simple. It's easy, Prince Diana. It's easy. What's next here? Talk to me. Let me see here. I'm just looking at the questions here. Any questions for me, folks? And go ahead and tag a few people. Let's, let's see if we can break the internet tonight. Let's break the Instagram service here on the um, uh, the podcast here. Why? Because, you know, people need to have the opportunity. You know, I honestly believe this from the top of my heart. That people need to have the opportunity to have a conversation with a multimillionaire. Because then, then you will be able to make a decision if this is the lifestyle, the sacrifice that you're willing to make to be here. 
Because, you know, a lot of people, they've never met a millionaire, never spoken to one, but they want to be one, but they don't realize how tough it is to become one. And some of you might not want to go through all this. It's a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a Hey, come here. It's a lot. It's a lot, honestly. So it's not for the weak. Not, it's not for the soft. It's very tough. It's emotional at times as well. <clears throat> Thanks for the tags. I appreciate you. Is it necessary to get married? I just love my single peaceful life. I'm glad you brought that up. So let's talk about marriage here. And listen, I'm always open to talk about all types of topics. And listen, I'm not trying to speak in truisms or certainties. I understand sometimes when I speak, I do speak that way. But remember, everything that I say is my opinion. Okay? Can I say, can I say that now? It's my opinion. Which means you don't have to believe it. Okay? It's what I, it's what I think. It's what Wesley thinks. I'm just a very... I'm an extremely confident man, so when I speak, I speak with power and conviction. But nothing that I say is like factual, just what I want, what I believe. So marriage, honestly, um, I don't see the benefits. I don't see the benefits. I think it's a bad decision that people can make to get married. Why? Because business-wise, it's a bad business decision is to get a prenup or a post-nup. And if you get that, maybe, but... I don't really see the benefit of being married versus just being with a person in the same household, having a couple of babies together, and just being together. I don't see why married have, has to take place, aside for all the reasons that are just more subjective, such as a woman, oh, I just want to get married because I just want a ring. Oh, I want to have that day when I go. You know, I get it, you know. So I don't think it's the marriage itself. That people want, I just think they want the experience, <laughs> right? Because um, a lot of people tell you that are married, they wouldn't do it again. Like, ask somebody that you know that's been married for a very long time. Say, hey, if you could do it all over again, would you do it? And they'll tell you no. Because it's tough. It's hard. And I don't think people realize how difficult it is to be with a human being for a very long time. And it's very tough for people to be flexible. It's very tough for people to change. And it's very tough for people to adapt to other people because we don't want to. We're selfish. We're all selfish, man. We do what we want to do. And people have habits that are set in. It's just how, you know, it's, it's tough, right? Obviously. So, honestly, I have no desire to get married. It doesn't mean that I never will. You never know. When I turn 60 or 80 years old, I may decide to get married. I don't know, just for the fun of it. Bucket list type shit, right? But right now, absolutely not. Marriage? No, absolutely not. Do not ask me to marry you. I would tell you no, okay? I don't care if you have planes and butterflies and doves coming out the ground. I'm going to tell you no because I'm not doing it. For what? No. <laughs> I'm not getting married, folks, so stop it. So listen, um, but listen, if marriage is what you want, go ahead and do that. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying marriage is wrong. I'm just saying it's it's not what I want to do, right? I just don't see the benefit. And maybe you're able to see the benefit. But listen, for everybody that wants to get married, especially women, okay? Because usually women are the ones that want to get married for the wrong reason, in my opinion. But women want to, for women that want to get married, you have to realize that, um, you know, you got (laughs) to, I mean, one, it's going to be tough, right? And two, you got to be flexible. You got to be adaptable. And then you and your significant other need to define what marriage means to you and him, right? Not what marriage means to the world. I think people need to communicate more 
uh, about their needs, uh, people that come together they need to communicate and express themselves on how they feel. What I've seen in marriages, people bottle things up. Uh, people don't express themselves because they don't want to hurt the, hurt the person. But listen, you end up hurting the person 10 years down the line if you don't open your mouth. So I believe express yourself, but I have tact, right? I'm not saying that you just tell somebody, you know what? I don't really like you. And since you broke now, you was always ugly. I'm not saying to say that. What I'm saying is share how you feel and make sure that your delivery is tactful, right? That's for men and women that seek out marriage. But it's, I mean, honestly, it's just tough. It's very hard. I mean, I'm, I'm, it is what it is. <laughs> And, and I've never been married, and I know it's hard. Obviously, because I've been around people that are married. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Almost everybody that I know that's married, aside from my parents, and they're baby boomers, so that's a different generation. But anybody in the Generation XZ, Generation X, Millenniums, oh, man, they don't want to get married. They do, I mean, listen, they're married, but they either cheat. And I'm talking about man and woman. They cheat, right, on each other. Two... It's toxic. Three, they don't want to do it. Again, and you got to think about the average marriage don't even last past two years. People are getting divorced in six months right now. It's insane. And I'm like, come on now. Are you not learning? Like, why? And I don't want to hear this. Well, they they just haven't found their soulmate. Listen, it's no such thing as a soulmate. It's bullshit. I'm t- you know, I know you guys hate to hear this. But, and I'm not trying to kill your dreams of being married women, but it's no such thing as a soulmate. But it is a such thing of discovering what your standards are, what you want, and what you don't want, right? Communicating with that person, understanding that sometimes you got to be adaptable. Some stuff you got to do, you don't want to do. You do it because he like it, vice versa, right? So it's not about this person that's going to line up to everything that you want. It's not going to happen. It's just not how it is. You have to make a choice to love. I believe love itself is a choice. When people say, I fall out of love. Well, I fell out of love. You didn't fall out of love. You chose not to. Listen, love is much more than an emotion. It's a choice. You have to choose to be with this person because when you choose to love someone, that means that you're loving them despite how you feel in the moment. Because, listen, how you feel is very dynamic with people. They're going to piss you off. They're going to make you happy. They're going to make you cry. So it's up to you to make a decision if you want to continue down that road by making very objective decisions, not subjective, like not just, well, they make me feel like, no, no, no. You gotta ask yourself, does this person add value to my life? You know, despite what's going on right here, how important is this versus this, right? You have to be intelligent about a relationship. Does that make sense? If you want it to last. All right, what's next? That was my rant about marriage there, but great question for me. And like I said, you know, I, honestly, I believe a successful marriage is probably synonymous to becoming a millionaire, honestly. <laughs> I'm serious. A successful marriage, right, is probably equivalent to becoming a millionaire because it's hard. It's very difficult, right? It's very difficult dealing with people. Oh, God. I mean, of course, in the beginning, it's great. It's perfect. Loving. You're making love every day, right? But then, obviously, you know, as time progresses, it's just not that way. It is what it is. It's just, it's just like that, you know. And then you have to find other reasons to want to stay with this person. That's why 
if I ever did get married, it has to be like a friend, like my best friend, like somebody that's allowed me to be my true, true self, right? Just let me be who I want to be. Um, and maybe somebody that can be my friend, right? You know, because the sex is all good, you know, sex, making love, kissing, PDA, sexy, blah, blah. But listen, you know, you need, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, you're just going to need something that's going to be deeper than that because all that will get, I want to say boring, but I mean, I hate to use the word boring, but it just becomes a bit insipid. It just does. I mean, you know, you got to spice it up. You just can't do the same thing. You got to spice it up, right? But other things can hold weight in a relationship aside from sex as well, right? It could be connecting emotionally, stimulating each other's mind, reading books, going outside the box, being playful. It's just so many, so many, a variety of reasons that can keep a person together with another. Okay. And I'm not saying that you know, you know, when people say looks fade away, I don't believe that. You know, I don't think nothing fades away unless you allow it to fade away. Like any woman, if I if I did marry a woman, she better keep that body looking good. Period. I'm gonna be honest. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, if I saw, if I met you, and you were looking beautiful, you need to look beautiful at 62. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because there are women on this planet that look good in their 70s. Yeah. Right now, older women. Look at Halle Berry. She's not in her 70s, but. That woman is gorgeous, Jennifer Lopez. So what I'm saying is, if a woman decides to look good and keep herself looking physically fit and sexy and attractive, she can do it. It's an opportunity for her. But if you say, well, it looks fade when I get old, I'm going to be old and ugly. Like any woman that say, well, how about when I'm old and ugly? Are you going to like me then? I'm going to tell you, no, I'm not. And I may hurt your feelings, but I'm telling you the truth because I'm not. Because I'm not going to be attracted to you. Does that make sense? Like me? I'm always going to work out. I'm always going to look at, I'm always going to do my best to keep my body as excellent, as sexy, as hot as humanly possible. I don't care if I'm 90 years old. Always. Does that make sense? So I need, you know, the woman, I need you to do the same thing, right? You need to keep it together. Right? Yeah, Angela Bassett, gorgeous. There's so many gorgeous women that are so, like, what's the other lady? Mary J. Blige? Oh, my God. You see Mary J. Blige? That is a sexy older woman. Jesus Christ. She keep it together. That skin looking good. She keeping that body looking fit. She was in that, um, the show The Power. Oh, man. Oh, wow. No, no. She wasn't in Power. She was in another show. Kanan. Raising Kanan. No, no, no. I forgot. But yeah. So, listen. It's important for, I mean, for me, um, my... My girl, my woman, you got to keep it looking nice, okay? Taraji, yeah, so many, so many gorgeous women. So I don't want to hear this, that looks fade, bullshit. No, I'm going to be old and ugly. Well, you're not going to be with me. You go be with somebody else because I'm not going to take old and ugly. I want you to be old and gorgeous, okay? Make sense? All right, what's next? Talk to me. What's the next, folks?
Hey, Dana, I got an ebook. I mean, I have a um, video on YouTube that teaches you how to write an ebook. Go watch it, okay? Questions for me, please. <laughs> Look at that view, though. Look at that view. Woo! That's a, that's a billion dollar view. I mean, forget about millions. We're talking about billions, baby. Uh. <sighs> All right, what's next? Questions for me. Let's go. Questions. Talk to me. Where would you start if you had to start all over? People ask me this all the time. Kev, the producer. Where would I start if I was broke, no money, no cars, no view? <clears throat> Honestly, I, I, I mean, if I can be very honest with you, I would just create another product, man. I mean, I would just I would write another ebook. And I would sell it online. What are some ways you can find your purpose? <clears throat> um, listen. And this is for everybody that doesn't know what their purpose is. Let me share it with you. Let me help you out. And this is for people that's already making money too. Um... You don't find your purpose. You make a decision of what your purpose is. So listen, like I didn't find that mentoring people or becoming a speaker and talking to you and helping you add quality to your life. Like I didn't like find that. It was already in me, honestly. Right. But I made a decision. That's what it's going to be. I believe everybody's purpose in some form of fashion is to make a contribution to the world, honestly, to make the world better. And I don't want to be trivial and say, oh, make the world a better place. But yeah, I mean, to make and add value to the world, that people are happier, that people feel better about the experience. And that's a contribution, right? Now it's up to you. To discover or make a decision on what that is. Okay? And you'll never figure that out until you start doing things. Like, you have to start doing stuff, right? Honestly, a lot of you just sitting around in your room and in your house thinking about, what, what can I do to make money? What can I do to make money? What can I do to make Man, what's my purpose? What's my Listen, like, go try things. Just start doing stuff. Try a company, start a YouTube channel, start a TikTok. Like just do something, right? And through that, you'll discover and you'll learn what it is, okay? Because usually your purpose is something that makes you feel good, something that compels you to do it regardless of the money that you're making. Does that make sense? Um, what's next here? 
Are you guys getting value? Ladies and gentlemen, are you getting value here tonight? I'm here to give you value. Listen, open up. Like, open up, folks. Open up, men and women. Some of you in your 40s, you're broke. And some of you in your 30s and still broke. Open up. Especially my men. Like, come on. Share. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be open. Right? I'm here to help. I'm not here to, here to judge you. Listen, I have drug dealers that listen to me. I have men that have been in prison that listen to me. I have hookers that listen to me. Porn stars that listen to me. Rappers, artists, teachers, accountants, single moms. I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to help. Right? But I can't help if you don't open your mouth. If you don't type your question below here. Okay? Can you speak a little bit about how a person's body would rule the mind if they are not paying attention? Yeah, so what Lucas is talking about is the mind-body connection. Um, and to give you a picture of what I mean by that is um, that you have a conscious mind and you have an unconscious mind, right? Obviously. And many people correlate the unconscious mind, the body. Like, because your body... It performs a lot of automatic processes, such as your heart is beating right now, blood is flowing through your body right now, you're breathing right now. So there's a lot of things that are happening outside your awareness. And many people, unfortunately, their body is controlling the mind, which is when you wake up in the morning, you may say, I don't feel like getting up, and you won't. Or you hit the snooze a bunch of times. Or you only do things in life based on how you feel. Like maybe you were supposed to read a book after work or maybe you were supposed to meditate or maybe you were supposed to work in your business. You don't do it because ah, I don't feel like it. I worked all day. I don't feel like it. And that's your body that is in control of the mind. And that's dangerous. Whenever your body is controlling the mind, then you're not giving the mind the ability to think and to take charge. Okay. The mind controls the body, folks, not vice versa. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean that you don't go out there and perform the activity anyway. Okay? Some days you're not going to want to work out. So what? Yeah, some days I don't want to go. Honestly, sometimes I wish the results would just come. Uh, you know, I, I just don't feel like going because it made my stomach hurt or my leg hurt. But listen, my body and how I feel doesn't control my activity. Does that make sense? You know, I will say I don't feel like doing this a lot, but I love doing this. I'm not going to lie to you. I would do this forever. I, listen, I could be making love, right? And if it's time for me to do the rant, I'll say, baby, I'm sorry. I hope you got yours because I got to get on the rant and talk to my people. Because I just love doing this, honestly. I, I just love it. So, but does that make sense? What, what I'm suggesting here is you have to get to the point that the mind is controlling the body. That means... It's whatever the mind says. So if the mind says, get up at 8 o'clock, you get up. Who cares how tired the body is? If the, the mind needs to tell the body, when they get out for work 9 to 5, well, from 5 to 9, you need to work on a dream. Does that make sense? The mind has to take charge. Many of you, your body is running your life. Because this is how you feel. You cannot operate in life based on how you feel, because you're not going to always feel like doing stuff. Does that make sense? 
You got to realize that you have to, your mind has to kick in and say, get up. Let's go to the gym. Get up. Let's go work. Get up. Let's go make a YouTube video. Make a t- Whatever you do, right? Your mind has to kick in and understand that it's in control. Okay? Did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, why procrastinate? How you break the habit? Yeah, a, a better question, like the question of why you procrastinate, that's, that's not, not the greatest question you want to ask yourself. Because you can come up with many reasons why you do it, right? Because you basically say, because I'm lazy, because I'm not focused, whatever. So that's a bad question, okay? What I would ask myself is what I what can I do to eliminate procrastination? What can I do to stay motivated with the task? Does that make sense? That's a better question. Okay? Instead of why am I why am I procrastinating so much? No, 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 no. How can I stay motivated and inspired and have fun in the process doing tasks to lead me to my first million? Okay? And that's one thing that's fascinating about the mind. The mind will find the answer. It will if you allow it to. Like the unconscious part of your mind, which a lot of you don't realize and many of you have not tapped into, the unconscious mind is the part of the mind that's able to decide. I mean, I'm not, I'm sorry. It's able to discover decisions and solutions for problems that the conscious mind would never, ever be able to solve. But many of you are using your conscious mind to try to discover solutions to make money, how to get out of debt, how to find the love of your life. When you start to tap into the unconscious mind, you get into what is called as flow. So you allow that powerful part of your brain to make, uh, uh, to discover solutions in life. Does that make sense? I talk about this in my course, The Genie Script, very well. And I talk about the dichotomy between the consciousness and the unconscious part of the brain. It's very fascinating. What's next? Welcome home, King. Thank you so much. The King has landed back in H-Town, Houston, Texas. Lego. I'm back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm shining. All right. Talk to me here. Questions for me, please. Are you guys getting value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Are you getting value? Comment value below. If we feel insecure to do motivation videos or start a YouTube channel, what should we do? Yeah, Gabriel, I get it. You feel insecure, right? And let's break that down. Insecurity, as it relates to YouTube videos, I mean, you don't want to show yourself on camera because you don't want to be criticized. That's it. You don't want nobody to tell you that you got a, that you got an ugly face. You don't want nobody to tell you that you're not handsome. Someone's going to tell you, oh, look at his nose, look at his lip, look at his teeth. Listen, now this is the tough part about being rich and wealthy and the crossover between the rich and the poor. Poor people, they just care too much about what people, I mean, listen, let me tell you something poor. I'm, I want to talk to the poor and average right now, and that's a lot of you. You know, when you think, that all these people are not going to like you. 
most of these people that you think exist, they don't. They don't even care about you. They don't even know you. You may say, well, what would they say? What would they going to say if I do this? I don't want the world. The world? You know, I knew this one young lady. She wanted to record a YouTube channel. She said, well, Wesley, I need to have all the right equipment for first. I don't want them. I, I don't want they. I, I don't want these people to, you know, say that, oh, is she not professional? And I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, sweetheart, no one knows you. You're like a nobody. Are you kidding me? You haven't even made a channel. Okay? No one even knows you. I mean, what are you talking about? But people using their brains, they create these scenarios that, you know, millions of people are going to watch them as soon as they make their first video. Listen, no one's going to know you at all. Okay? I mean... <laughs> But honestly, if you want to go deeper is, you know, people are just so afraid of what people would say because it hurts. And only hurts because you're insecure about that, especially our looks. You know, people are just insecure about how we look. You know, you can, I mean, it's, and I get it. You know, we all have some type of insecurities about how we look. But rich people, a lack of better words, we don't give a fuck. Honestly, because we know people going to come for us. It's okay. It's okay. They're going to come. But you're going to have a ton of people that's going to love you and like you. And you're going to have some other people that's not. But, it, I mean, that's just what it is. And if you can't get over that, then, you know, becoming wealthy or rich, you know, I get it. You want to be a private millionaire. Some of you are like, well, I just want to be a private millionaire. I want to be, well, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you learn Forex. You're going to be a private millionaire, right? But. To me, what's the point of having a million dollars in a bank account and not even using the money? What, I mean, what are you going to do? Because if you start wearing better clothes and driving better claws, cars, people are going to record. People going to be like, oh, I like your car. Who are you? I mean, the, the intention is coming. Unless you want to be the millionaire next door, you're going to be rich but not known. And if, if that's what you want to do, cool. But I don't think people want to do that, honestly. Because the part of us that's called the um, – something that's called the needs of people – and one of our needs are to be significant and very important. It is what it is. You can say that you don't want to be significant. You're lying, right? Everybody wants to feel some type of importancy on the planet, right? It's the reason why you want to make money because when you make money, people treat you better, right? And you can have nice things and you can drive your nice things and wear your nice things and other people can look at them and be envious of you as well. All that wraps into your dark side. It is what, and we all have a dark side. A lot of you, you love it. When you have a Chanel bag, that girl don't have a Chanel bag. She's looking at you because she wants a party. But like, yeah, I got one. You don't. I mean, it is. It's our dark side, right? And I don't care how much you try to uh, eliminate this part of you. I mean, it's there. We all have it. It is what it is, right? Okay? It's inevitable. All right, what's next here? Um... So I would tell you, my guy, uh, toughen up, grow some balls, and record the video. I'll be broke for the rest of your life. So choose one. And remember, men, you can always be handsome. I mean, you can always become handsome. <laughs> First, make some money, right? Because maybe you weren't genetically handsome, you know, when you were uh, born or whatever. You, know? you just wasn't the most... Handsome man, you know, it is what it is. If you see some of my pictures back in the day, you were like, whoa, whoa, Wes, you weren't really a handsome man back in the day. Well, yeah, I mean, I had this big old peanut head. 
I weighed about 120 pounds. It was terrible, right? But, you know, as you make some money, go to the gym, work out a little bit, take care of your skin care, get your teeth looking. I mean, you can start looking kind of nice. Get a nice little haircut. Does that make sense? I truly believe that any man on the planet can be handsome. <laughs> I can. I'm telling you, you can. All right? You can. Any man can be good looking. Just got to take care of yourself. Make some money. If you know, Listen, man, if you don't like the way that you look, make some money. Take care of yourself. Right? Honestly. Same thing with women. I believe women. Listen, many women have their glow ups from high school, college, then... All of a sudden, you know, I see these before and after pictures on TikTok. You know, you see a woman, you're like, oh, my God, you know, look at her. She don't look that good. But then, boom, 10, 15 years later, she's a knockout. So, listen, you got to realize our body is always changing. Our face is always changing. We get new skin every day. I mean, every month, which means is if you treat yourself well, you know, stress-free, I truly believe that you can extend your telomeres. And telomeres is the, is the part of the body uh, <clears throat> that keeps you young. It's the cells it's called telomeres. You look them up. The more telomeres a person has, the younger they look. And that's based on how you feel. Okay? Let me see here. Do you think Forex, Forex is a hard skill to master? Nah. I don't think so. Hey, Brianna, how are you? Just takes patience. Like me, I just give myself five years to do anything. Like five years, man. If I get five years to learn Forex, it's fine with me. There's no rush. There's no urgency at all. All right, who wants to go live with me? If you want to go live, come to the word go live. And make sure your camera's on as well. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see here. Let's talk here. Any questions for me? Marcel Williams, how are you? Let me see. Um, questions here. How has meditation changed your life? Um, it has changed my, it has absolutely categorically changed my life for the better. Okay. And I am a fan of meditation and I do my best to make meditation pervasive around the world as far as the study of it. And the activity of like actually doing it. Uh, I meditate quite a bit. Like today, I meditated like four times today. It's been absolutely just phenomenal. And what meditation means is to get familiar with the mind. That's all what it means, honestly. It's simple. And to meditate, what it does, it just helps you to declutter the mind. Many of you, your mind is so cluttered with so much stuff then you can't focus, right? That's why many of you can't focus on one thing because your mind is such a mess. If your mind is a mess, how do you focus on a mess? Like, think about it. If your house is dirty, 
If it's disorganized, as soon as you walk in, you're not going to feel well. You're going to be like, oh my God, my house is dirty, it's nasty, and blah, blah. Well, you're not going to feel well, right? And if you don't feel well, you're not going to operate well. You're not going to do anything unless the house is clean or the environment is a bit organized. Same thing with the mind and the brain. Hey, Mr. C, how are you? It's the same thing with the mind and the brain, folks. Okay? Same thing with the mind and the brain. You have to declutter the mind. And meditation allows you to do that. What's the importance of writing? I have purchased Overnight Millionaire. I wrote for one year, but I still didn't get things accomplished the way I wanted. Yeah, it's not about the... That's another thing you have to understand. It's not about the way you want it. You know, a lot of you believe that you know how you're going to make a million, but, but I'm here to tell you that you don't. I mean, you just, you don't know, honestly. I thought I knew too, and it was something completely different. Right? I would say if you've been writing for a year, you keep writing. You don't stop, right? And if it's only one year, that's only one year, right? Keep writing. Because obviously you need to keep writing because the comment that you just commented below you just said that, oh, it's not working. But how do you know it's not working? Why? Because you don't see physical results? You may say, yeah, Wes. Well, listen, let me share some with you. You need to keep writing because you still don't get it. The reason why you're writing your goals and your dreams and you're writing things in a present moment is because you're bombarding your mind with this new information that you're going to force your mind to believe that it's real. And once your mind believes what you're writing on paper is real, then your mind doesn't know the difference between what's on the paper and what's happening in your actual reality. Does that make sense? Okay. Gets a little deep there. But it's powerful. Once you do it and continue to do it. Should you write down what you're going to meditate about? No. Honestly, folks, you know, when you meditate, you could just focus on the breathing. You know, focus on the breathing. That's it. Like me, I do uh, do what is called transcendental meditation or have an intention. But honestly, that's not even necessary. You can just focus on the breathing for 5, 10, 20 minutes. And that's it. Right? Because you're decluttering the mind. So when you come out of meditation, start to work. The amount of work and the amount of efficiency with the work, it's going to be stellar, right? Because you don't have all these conflictory thoughts. Does that make sense? I lost you. What did you lose me at? I'm here. But don't you think there's a risk of becoming delusional by making the mind believe things that are not reality? Well, listen, I get it. You know... You might have thought, like, let me go back in my 20s. If you guys knew me in my 20s, you would have said I was delusional because I was going into Lamborghini dealerships and I was convincing people that I had $200,000 to spend on a car, which I didn't have any money. You, you probably thought I was delusional because I kept telling myself that I'm a millionaire. When people ask me, say, hey, what do you do? I'm a multimillionaire. You know, we're in a covered company, blah, 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 blah. And people just believe me. You may have thought I was delusional, right? I tell my parents every year that I'm going to make a million. I'm going to take care of them probably. I'm going to buy my new car. I'm going to buy you a new car. I'm going to send you to Hawaii. I'm going to send my father. He's a pastor. I'm going to send you to Jerusalem so you can go study Jesus. I mean, I would say all this stuff, okay? I would write it down too. 
I'll never forget this. I had a uh, goal. I had a goal. Had some goals on my on my wall that I typed out. So I'm about my dad a brand new Mercedes Benz. And um, believe it or not, me being delusional. And to me, you know, people that say you're delusional, it just people just don't understand what's in your mind. They just don't get it. And they never will get it, honestly. Some people say Kanye West is delusional, but I mean, I guess it worked out. You know, he's worth a couple billion dollars here. But me being delusional or sharing like information and things on how I was living, even though maybe I wasn't actually living that way, it worked out. I did it all. Right, sent my parents to Jerusalem, bought a new car. I mean, everything that I was delusional about, it happened. So, you know, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's some gray area. You know, I, I get it, you know, because another part of this is like, well, you don't want to be too delusional that you just believe in all this and you're not working. Right, because some people just believe in they're going to be this type of person, but they're not working. So you can't do that, right? Um Got to put in some effort as well, right? You got to do something. So, but I was, this is that it's more important for you at this moment, if you truly want success, you have to see yourself as a successful person. I mean, you just do. I mean, you can't see yourself as a poor average person, nine to five job, food stamps, Medicaid, like for the rest of your life, right? I mean, and expecting to make millions. Does that make sense? You can't see yourself as the person that you are now and expect to be something different. So to me, to be delusional may be actually, it's fine. And it's probably necessary, right? Because many people think millionaires are crazy. Of course we're crazy. We're insane. The reason why we're crazy because we don't think like the normal people do, which who has conformed. We don't conform. We just come up with our ideas. We believe in it and we just go. Right? And we're they call us crazy. They call the guy crazy that invented the the cell phone. And say, hi yeah. What do you mean? How how are you gonna be able to talk to people and have no wire? How's that gonna work? That's impossible. I'm sure the Wright brothers, the, the gentleman that created the plane like, think about that. Think about it during those times when these brothers say, hey, we're going to fly in the air. Like, we're going to, and then people are like, what? No one's going to get on a plane. No one's going to get up in the air 30,000, 40,000 feet flying around the world. Who would do this? Dangerous. You can die. Right? But they were delusional. They say, well, I don't know. I think we'll be able to do it. I think people will be flying around the world. I think that would be the new mode of transportation. And now everybody flies, right? So nobody, aside from some people, people have no problem getting on a plane and going 40,000 feet in the air and flying around the world, even though you could die, right? I mean, you know, so you got to really think about it. You know, everything that's delusional on the planet, it's became normal. Like, look at this. It was a time that nobody was staying in a high rise because... Why? They were like, what? You're going to build a building 50 stories high? Who's going to stay on that top floor? What if the building falls? Right? I mean, it was somebody who was thinking that way. But somebody else that was delusional said, well, it's not going to fall. What if it don't fall? What if we build it in a way that it would never fall? Right? And people, they just wouldn't be afraid to do it.
And as a matter of fact, they'll pay more money to stay in a building like this. So, I don't know. I think being delusional is fine. What do you think about the art of allowing? Yeah. I think great about it. You should do it. You should allow things to come in your life and don't try to disrupt the process. What's next? But did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? Okay, comment below. Value or it did. Let's see. What's next? Questions. Talk to me. But yeah, honestly, that's the difference between the people that get the life that they want and the people that don't. That is that is 100% the dichotomy. I'm telling you, think about it. I mean, that's why as human beings, that's the separation between the rich and the poor. That's the disparity. You know, rich people just believe they can just get it. They don't necessarily know how. But they just believe they can get it. I, you know, I don't know. You know, I think about it sometimes. It's like, why do I believe that I can make a hundred million or a billion dollars? Like, why do I believe that? And I think it's a part of my confidence. I just believe in myself so much. And you may call me a narcissist in a way, but I'm really not. But I am, but I'm not. Like, I don't, I don't feel I'm superior to people. I mean, I, I believe that. I just, I just know. I don't know. It's hard, you know, sometimes it's hard to explain to people why I think the way that I think because you have another person that they were like, no, man, I can't do this. That's too hard. It's too long. How am I going to do that? How? How? Look look where I am right now. Wes, how, how can I do this? Like I was in Brazil, in Rio, like yesterday, and I was in the Uber. And you know, I like encouraging people, so I'm always talking, obviously. When I talk, people listen. It is what it is, right? And this young man, he's 25 years old, driving an Uber. And he told me that 0.5% of the population of Brazil, of Rio, make $4,000, which means only 200,000 people out of 200 million make 4000 a month. And I'm like, what the? F like four or 5000 a month is almost considered rich in Brazil. And he was talking about, you know, we went to the store. I was buying some clothes, obviously. You know, I'm always shopping. And I said, you should do this for your girl one day. You know, you should buy some stuff and, you know, take care of her. And he was like, man, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, he just immediately said, man, I can't do that. I can't afford this stuff. Man, I never. He said, man, that's my salary, Wes. The shoes you just bought, I bought some shoes for like 1400 he said, man, this is my salary. And he don't realize the only difference between him and I is just the way we think. Like, I like I can get it. And I think a lot of poor and average people, they just, they think too much about how. And I think that's the big problem, honestly. I think people are so married to how. Well, how? And if they can't see the how or they can't picture the how, then it's just... To them, it just can't be done. But listen, you got to have, that's why the word faith and vision 
are very powerful in the vocabulary, in the English vocabulary. I mean, you got to have vision. Vision is seeing something that doesn't even exist. And you don't know how, but you just have the vision and believe that it will. See, those type of people are very powerful because let, let me tell you something about uh, the poor and average. The poor and average people love people to have vision because obviously they want to have vision. That's why you guys follow me because... I tend to have this vision. I, I can see something in you that maybe you can't see. Like all of you have some type of greatness that's inside of you. And you have some potential in you that you have not fulfilled. Same thing with the guy that was driving me around. I told him, I said, listen, the how is none of your business. What's important is you need to have a vision. You need to know what you want. Be more clear about what you want than how you're going to get there. Does that make sense? Listen, we can drive. Listen, if you want to go to California, that's a couple of ways to go. Is it not? You can go by train. You can drive. You go bicycle. You can walk. You can fly. Right. But how you get there, it doesn't even matter how. But what matters most is the destination. You got to know exactly where you're going. And you got to know exactly what the outcome looks like. And I'm telling you, the universe or the unconscious part of your mind, it will present opportunities for you to make that a reality. And I know some of you, that's very difficult for you to understand because you say, no, Wes, come on. You got to know how. You got to know how. And I'm like, you know, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. You don't have to know how. Um, I mean, many people did not, almost everybody, like even Elon Musk, he didn't know exactly how he was going to shoot a rocket in outer space and bring it back to create reusable rockets. I don't think he knew how he was going to create and put together an electric car. I mean, he's smart, but he probably not that smart. He has smart people around you. See, a lot of you, what you don't realize, it's like you don't have to be the smartest person in your company. Like Henry Ford is a great example of you didn't have to be that smart. He was on trial one day, and this is Henry Ford, the guy that created Ford motor car, right? So he he was like, well, the judge or the lawyer said, well, don't you understand how an engine is put together? I mean, you own the Ford factory. Don't you understand how the AC works, how the tire? He said, no, I do not. He said this in court. He said, I do not understand these things. He said, why do I need to understand these things when I pay a person to understand them for me? And some of you have to understand your role in becoming whoever you're trying to become. You don't have to be like super smart in everything. Like me, I'm not I'm not a genius. I'm not an expert in running ads. I'm not an expert in creating websites. I'm not an expert influencer. I'm not an expert YouTuber. I'm not an expert. But what I am an expert in, I do well. Makes sense? Like I know my core competence. I know what I do well in. So what, I, what I'm sharing with you is you don't have to be the smartest person in your company. You just got to work with smart people. You got to find people who perform well. What's important for you as the CEO of your company or your future company is vision. 
people need to know where they're going. Because if you have no vision, it says it's in the Bible. I'm a paraphrase. A man without vision perishes. Everybody perishes. The whole company. Because people want to work towards something. They want to know that they... See, people work for me not just because I pay them well. It's because they want to see how far this thing is going to go. I tell the, my, the people that work for me, we're going to touch billions of people. What does that mean? We're going to be traveling around the world. Right? Seminars around the world on a weekly basis. My team will be a part of that process around the world. My team will be taking trips with me around the world. I'll be pampering them and doing seminars for them. And we'll be elevating our lives, not just financially, but spiritually and emotionally and educating us. Does that make sense? It's an experience. Everybody that's with me, when we build this awesome company and make this this billionaire, this billion impact on the world. I see it so clearly. Like, I'm, a, I'm impacting billions of people. Billions. Can you imagine it? And I have my, my team that's, that's making a contribution to make this real. They will all be recognized. Like, listen, one day I will recognize every single person on my team on stage in front of millions of people, in front of the world, one by one. I would say, hey, this is Ariel. Hey, this is David. He, this is this is the person that's behind customer service support. This is the person that he sold you guys all these wonderful products. This is the person that was behind the web design. This is Angela that did all the graphics for the company. This is, listen, this is my girl in the Philippines, Jenny, who answered all the customer retention calls. I would do this in front of millions of people very soon. So you got to understand something. Like your responsibility as a CEO it's not only just to pay your people, but you have to have vision for them. That's what compels them to continue to work for you. People just don't work for people just because they make money. I mean, that's cool. But, you know, you make money, it becomes mundane and very boring. You have to give them vision. They got to feel that they're working. Like the people that built Macintosh that was building it with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, he was, very, he was an awesome marketer. And he was an awesome communicator of his vision to people. And people believed in that man so much, they worked their ass off. And they created the iPhone. Same when they were Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, he used to ship books and send them through FedEx to people's houses. He said, one day people will come to my platform and they'll be able to read any book that they want in the world. You won't need a library. You won't need a bookstore anymore at all. It'll be digital. That was his vision. And he went so far beyond that. This man is putting everybody out of business. Jesus. Right? You get it? I want everybody to come into work. Vision. Without vision, you perish. Your company will perish. And you'll perish as a human being. You got to have, you have to see something greater for yourself. It doesn't mean you know, like, do you think I know how, do you think I know how I will impact a billion people? Do you know how, do, do you think I know how I'm going to make a billion? I don't know. I mean, I can come up with a few ideas, but I don't truly know how, how I will make a billion or impact a billion people's lives, but I know I will. Okay? I just know I will. That's it. And you might say, well, how do you know? You know what? I don't know how I know. I just know. I just know. How about that? I just know. <laughs> All right. What's next here?
And I'm excited that all of you will be a witness. You're going to come back to these rants. I'm going to have thousands of rants on the internet that people will listen to and watch. Millions of downloads a day. Like, imagine that. Like, right now, we have 100 plus rants that's available on my podcast, on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music. It's available right now on the internet. And one day, very soon, if not today, I will have millions of downloads every single day of people like you listening to these rants. Jesus Christ. And you're going to witness it because you're going to come back. You're like, man, I remember when he said that. He said it, didn't he? He said millions of people will be listening to his rants on a daily basis and changing their lives for the better. Wesley Virgin will create the most millionaires of any man or woman on this planet to date. Wes. And all I can tell you is keep watching. Okay? Just keep watching, folks. And see, the reason why I know that this is real and that it's true because so I became a millionaire. You know, I just had a vision. Had a vision of what I wanted. I got very clear about it. I was willing to do those things that, that were necessary to become a millionaire, and it happened. But it all started with a vision. That's where you have to remember something. It all starts with the vision. Many of you, you may think you have a vision, but you don't have a clear vision. Okay? Your vision is not clear yet. Some of you need to spend six months just to get clarity with the vision that you want. Then you have to begin to align yourself with the vision, which means you got to cut off certain things out of your life that doesn't align with the vision. It is what it is. That's just that's how it works. Do you believe in manifesting with water techniques? Um, I don't do any water techniques myself, so I have to say, I mean, I don't. I don't do any water techniques myself. But I'm not saying there are, they, that uh, water techniques don't exist. I think Ariella does one. Do you think the way we view ourselves is a big factor in our confidence? Absolutely, Dequavius. Listen, some of y'all look at your profile pictures. And listen, I love you, so don't get mad at me. Some of you look insane. I'm serious. Some of your profile pictures look insane. You know, I mean, you just putting up these weird-looking pictures at your profile pic. And you wonder why no one's gravitating towards your page. Listen, put a good-looking picture of yourself on your Instagram picture. My God. I mean, it's your Instagram picture, man. Put a good-looking picture of you. Wear a suit if you need to, man. Just wear a suit one day. Take a picture and put it on your Instagram, right? I try to tell young men, young men, like if you want people to interact with you or you want to interact with different type of people, you have to change some things about yourself. Start with your Instagram page, your Facebook. Your t- like put a professional picture, something nice, right? Some in your bios, you know, I look in people's bios. Oh, my God, people put all kinds of weird stuff in their bios. I mean, be a professional, Right? You want people to follow you? Why would they follow you? Be a professional if that's what you're trying to be. But fix your Instagram pictures, guys. I mean, some of you are just insane. Why would anybody take you seriously? Right? And not just me. Some of you are trying to interview for a job and 
Let me tell you something. That that inter, interviewer and the manager is Googling you. And if you see you just out in the club getting drunk, or you putting some stupid quote caption up with bad English and bad grammar, not going to hire you. You'll never know why. Okay? So honestly, start tonight. And women, start tonight. Put up a lovely, cute, pretty picture of yourself on your Instagram page. Come on. Not these weird-looking pictures. Stop it. Something professional. Something that, when I look at your picture, I think millions of dollars. Some of you, when I look at your page, I think thousands of dollars. Some of you, I think zero dollars. Honestly, I'm looking at some people's pages. I just think, oh, this person is definitely broke. They have nothing. You can just tell. You can just feel it. Construct your page exactly how you want people to identify you as. <clears throat> and the answer to the question for that young young man or young lady, or no, young man, DeQuavis, <clears throat> yes. Like, <clears throat> Your self-image plays a huge part in your confidence. And you can do simple things to build confidence, right? Or to change, I believe, confidence. Um, it, 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 you don't build confidence. Actually, confidence is it's called, it's called anomalization. It's a process of thinking, honestly. Like, <clears throat> you want to feel as that you have more confidence? Put on a suit, right? Get a haircut. Wear nicer clothes. Nicer doesn't mean expensive, but, you know, button-up shirt, shirt, nice jeans. I mean, look nice. Go work out. Like, man, look presentable. Look good. I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. It's not that difficult, honestly. Like, man, I, man, man it's, no, it's no explainable reason on why you should just wake up and leave your house Looking like trash. Some of you look like trash. Just walking around, don't even care how you look. I see men, <clears throat> even around where I live, you know, like some of the valet guy don't want to cut their hair. I'm like, bro, cut your hair. You don't need to. Why are you coming to work looking nappy? Like, why? Is that a choice? Your hair is nappy. And then you get upset if people treat you differently. Well, look how you look. Some men, I'm telling you, some men just nappy hair, breath smell like just skunk breath, you know, face look like they never washed their face. I mean, come on, this is basics. I'm, I'm, and I'm not joking, I'm being very honest. Man, you need to clean yourselves up. Like, I get a haircut two times a week. I spend $350 per week on a haircut, okay? Got one today, got an edge up. Then I do another haircut, a full haircut on Friday. I mean, I, this is just normal. Take care of your hygiene. Like, honestly, it makes you feel better. Every, look, listen, every black man, every black man knows when he get a haircut, he feels and looks good. Right? Boost your confidence. A confidence booster here. Take care of yourself. Right? Your teeth crooked, get them fixed. Get braces. I'll go get veneers. Do whatever you got to do. Why? Because it makes you feel better about yourself. When you feel better about yourself, then you start to imbue confidence. Right? It's obvious. I'm looking at some of you guys' profile pictures here. I will call you out, but I don't want to embarrass you. I mean, you got this one guy, he got a mask on. 
on his profile pic. And I'm like, why? Why do you got a mask on? You trying to rob the store? What's going on here? Can I? You going to be the first suspect? <laughs> when, when they, you know, when somebody rob a bank, you going to be the first suspect. Well, sir, why do you have a, um, a bandana around your face and your profile pic here? All right? We're looking at you first. Can a person be an expert in more than one industry? Absolutely. But he should be an expert in one industry first. And you know what? Um, hey, Jenny. Hey, Fanny. How are you? A lot of you men and women think that. Let me tell you something about people. Sometimes you may say, oh, that's coming since Wes. I mean, everybody knows that. You got to groom yourself. But I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. Everybody does not think this way. I've seen it. I mean, I go to the gym. You know, I go, I don't go many places, honestly. Gym into the house. But, you know, it just, you know, when you see people who have, like, maybe jobs that are, like, under $10, $20 an hour, these people tend not to take care of themselves. You know, they just, no haircut. They smell bad. Like, I'm telling you, I've seen guys. Women can agree with me. Some guys that wear suits, and they wear these suits all day, and you stink. You don't even know it. I mean, listen, you have to be very conscious of how you smell and how you look. I mean, if you wear a suit to work all day, because you got real estate agents, you got people that just wear suits, whatever, your job. You got to be very cognizant of how you smell, you sweat. And you might not smell yourself, right? So you have to, like, I listen, I have all type of remedies that you can use to you can smell good all day, regardless of how many clothes you wear, right? Like, if you know if you're a heavy sweater, well, have a change of shirt in the car. Because when you take off your coat jacket, you're going to have any sweat pits, these freaking sweat puns or sweat stains on your arm. It looks, looks nasty. And some of you men, you have bad body odor, so you have to work on that, okay? And there's many ways to eliminate body odor, all right? And I'm going to go down, and I don't need to teach you that. But listen, a lot of this is not common sense for some men because they just don't know. I'm serious. They just don't know. Some men just don't know. they just out there doing what they got to do. I know men. I mean, oh, God, you don't even want I can tell you so many stories. It's insane. Now, women, they usually do a better job. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Women usually keep it tight. But even women, you know, I, I share this like Uber. Like, I do a lot of Uber Eats and DoorDash, right? You know, the, the delivery, the food delivery app. And some of these people just don't even care. Smoking, smelling like weed, smelling like cigarettes, bagging, like, shorts down to their butts. I mean, it just look like they just got out of bed. I'm like, you at work. I understand it's DoorDash, but that's work. I mean, look presentable. I mean, you can't believe the, the things that people wear. It, it'll blow your mind. I mean, you probably already know it. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I just listen. Um, take care of yourself and be presentable. And you should want to be presentable in the way. I have no class pants hanging on. Hmm. <sighs> But does that make sense, man? You know, honestly, man, I need you to, like, if you want more confidence, you know, that's your word, you want more confidence, 
Listen, dress better. Take care of your hygiene a little bit better as well. And I explain it to you. I get it. You think some men just think just brushing their teeth, you know, running a comb through their hair, and just going outside, whatever. Okay, I'm done. Take some time. Like, don't have chapped lips. This is some simple shit, too. Listen, your, your lips. Listen, don't have crusty lips. Don't have all that white stuff around your lips. Grown-ass men are like this. I'm telling you. You think I have eye boogers in the eyes? Yeah. I mean, men are like this. Just, you know, don't, don't scrape your tongue. Your breath smells like all of a damp. I mean, hair has all type of stuff in it. It's not clean. It's not nice. It's not polished. I mean, I'm liking to myself. I mean, listen, you should want to look your very best. And you have to make it a habit. And yeah, it may take some time, but it's going to be worth it. Why? Because you set yourself apart to the world, not just to women, to the world. People are like, man, that person always. You know, one thing that people will always say about me? Always. 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 Aside from all the other great things they'll say. They'll say this. And it's just one thing that women will say about me. The women that know me. Every woman. For the rest of my life. This is one character or one trait or one thing that they will always say about what every woman that have ever been with me, not just intimate, just being around with me, right? Is that Wesley Virgin smells good all the time. That's it. I'm telling you. Every woman I've ever dated, everyone I've just been around, just hung out with. That's one thing. It's a, that man, he gets on my fucking nerves, but he smells so good. Yeah. The question, what would they say about you? Yeah. So, listen. Um, take care of yourself. Okay? Take care of yourself. The nails. I mean, nails. I know. And listen, I didn't mean for this to turn into a hygiene seminar, but... You know, every once in a while, I got to talk about this. I've talked about this many times in different rants here, but like men and nails, you know, I get it. You're not a woman, but go get your nails done. Why not? You know, some of you men are so afraid. I don't want to be a metrosexual. I'm not gay. I mean, that has nothing to do with homosexual. I mean, are you kidding me? Going to the nail shop, this is normal. Like getting your eye, you're getting your, uh, your eyebrows trimmed. This is not homosexual activity, you know, because some of you are like, oh, 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 eyebrow. I'm not getting my eyebrows. That's what women... Shut up. You're grooming yourself. Are you kidding me? That's hair. It can be cleaned up and lined up as well. Okay? Like, I get my eyebrows waxed and threaded. Of course. I want it clean. I want it perfect. Okay? Get my nails done. Every week. I got to go this week. Got to keep those nails... You know, let me tell you something. Women, they... Listen, I've had women just compliment my feet. They said, man, your feet look good. Wow. I mean, that just increases the attraction. Because men, I'm telling you, men are just so behind. Because men just don't even care. A lot of them, no. You know, but they just, whatever. There's no attention to detail here. Okay? And another thing about the shoes. I'm like, come on, don't wear dirty shoes. I mean, come on. Dirty shoes? No, never. I don't care if you're going to the gym. 
Do not wear dirty shoes. Do not do it. Don't. Right? It just looks... To me, when a person wears dirty shoes, I think to myself, I said, well, that person made a conscious decision to put on dirty shoes. My question is, why? Like, are those the only shoes that person had? Why are they dirty? But why? Why? Why did they choose dirt? I don't know. Why? Why couldn't they just clean them? That's what I think. I don't know. In my mind. And I, and I think to myself, if, if a woman wear dirty shoes, I'm like, what else is dirty about her? I mean, if she wearing dirty shoes, what else is dirty about her? <laughs> honestly. Right? It's a turnoff it, to me, honestly. All right, what's next? What's your favorite scent? Oh, Candy can't tell you that. I'm sorry, I can't tell you that. How about this? I give you a hint. But I can't give you guys my secrets about the smell, right? Because I've mastered the smell very, very well. But I'll say this. Uh, I do a combination, but what I do love is bun, bun number nine. But they have different fragrances, different lotions, so you got to go choose one. But I can't tell you the one that I select. You got to go out there and do your research and try them all for yourself. So it's bond number nine, right? B-O-N-D, number nine. Do your research. You're welcome. All right, what's next? <clears throat> Look at that. You guys guessed it about the smell, huh? Um, yeah. Can self-image affirmations work for confidence? Yes, absolutely. You can tell yourself every day that you're beautiful, that you're handsome, that you're great, that you're intelligent. Yeah, tell yourself, look yourself in the mirror daily. It does help and it does work. Next questions for me. Uh, do you feel men should put themselves on punishment to get to the next level? Trey O's on punishment? Um, I wouldn't use that word. I don't think you should put yourself on punishment to get to the next level. I think, one, you need to know what the next level looks like. Two, um, no, I mean, don't put yourself on punishment, but be willing to sacrifice. And listen, I think that's, that's a big issue with men. They feel that they have to punish themselves or they think because, like, say if you don't have sex for a year, you know, men like, oh, that's punishment. But it's not punishment, man. That's going to be a reward. That's going to... Um, allow you to become uh, a greater version of yourself. Or maybe you, you can't go smoke weed anymore or you don't go to the club anymore. Uh, it's not punishment, right? You only think it's punishment because you have a desire to do those things which are a addiction for you. Some of you have vices like that. But no, you don't put yourself on punishment. You're not a kid. What you do is you imbue discipline, okay? That's discipline. And you realize that as an intellectual person that you abstaining from these things is only going to develop you as a man, right? It develops you as for it raises you higher on the hierarchy of men. Make sense? When you're able to sustain, I mean, not sustain, when you're able to repudiate certain things in life, right? It could be sex, it could be alcohol, drugs, weed, vapes. Or any type of activities that is not conducive to your success and to your development. Make sense? So, no, not punishment. Not at all. Hey, Laura, how are you? 
you know about success. You know more about success than your audience. You have valuable intel to share. It would be nice if the rants had a structured format. Yeah, I know Roxy Lee, but they don't. And maybe one day to do. You know, sometimes I do start with a topic. But listen, it's a rant, right? A rant means, I mean, it's just me just answering questions or I may have a topic, but it's no structure to this. I'm not trying to, to give you anything in a way as if that's a, like this is a lesson plan, right? This is not school in that retrospect. Um, this is prosperity school, but it's not a formal school, right? Um, but like, I got to give it to you how I feel it. Does that make sense? If you want something structured, go get the genie script. Go get my course. But the rants, they're open. They're unfiltered. I'm not reading anything. I'm not following any type of format here. I'm giving you the unfiltered version of me, right? And it is what it is. You can take nuggets from this. Many people have taken so many nuggets from these rants. And I've had many people reach out to me and say, man, Wes, these rants are life-changing. And listen, it can always be better. But I think what's more important about the rants is to be genuine than to be better, to be effective. All right? What's next here? Uh, do you drink or smoke? No. I mean, if I drink, I went out with the Brazil. Did I have a drink? Of course. But no, drink is not really my thing. I don't like drinking. I definitely like smoking. That's just... That's just it. That's just idiotic. Honestly, to smoke. Um, but if I go to a nice dinner. Do I have a glass of wine? Maybe a little bit. But drink is not my deal. And let me tell you why. Because I just don't like the taste. And if I do drink, it needs to be a cocktail. And it needs to be a sweet cocktail. And if I drink wine, it typically needs to be a moscato. And I get it. I know some of you are gonna shame me and say that's a girl drink. Whatever is good, right? But. Even that, I don't drink too much of that because it gives me a headache, too much sugar in a lot of these drinks. So drinking is just really not my thing, honestly. It's just not my thing. And I prefer to date a woman that doesn't drink a ton as well. Um, how long did it take you to write your ebook? Yeah, it just took me 48 hours. What about drinking in proportion? Yeah, but how do you how do you measure proportion? You know, many people that drink, they don't realize how much they drink. Because you ask a person, hey, do you drink? Oh, I don't drink a lot. But they get drunk all the time. I mean, listen, if you get drunk, then you probably have a problem, honestly. Like me, I've probably been drunk one time in my life. And I don't even understand why people will continue to do this. Because it felt so bad. It was insane. Like I was about to die. Right. And I don't see how people do it over and over again. People do it every weekend. Some people do it every day. Get drunk. Right. So if you're getting drunk multiple times, you definitely have a problem. And I don't care if you're doing it once a week, once a month. But if you're getting drunk, like if you're drinking so much alcohol that you can't control your bodily functions and you just start to act in a way that it's just definitely not you, then you have a problem. Period. 100%. Like if you can't stop it. How many pages? Uh, the book was 112 pages, I believe. Oh, great value. When is the Sunday mess 
Message coming back. Yeah, I'll do it this Sunday, folks. I'm sorry. I was in Brazil having a great time. So I apologize. I did not do the Sunday mindset right now. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, but it will be back this Sunday, of course. Um, if anybody want to go live, we can go live as well. You're very welcome, Roxy. Oh my God, how did you do that? You're definitely gifted. No, I was just motivated to get it done. Um, Because obviously I didn't want to be a thousandaire any longer. And you know, some amazing things. Listen, human beings can do amazing thing was they're focused and passionate and have a strong why on why they on why they have to get it done and um yeah i was like that at the moment all good wes i know you're a very busy man jack frost let me see here all right any more questions for him before i let you go did you get value here tonight does it get value? I know we talk, talked about um, uh, a deluge of topics here, a variety of topics. And listen, you know, because, you know, listen, success is just not money, obviously. The success is kind of composed or is an aggregate of your physical appearance. Like, do you work out? You go to the gym. Are you healthy? Obviously, your money, your financial status. Your emotional intelligence. I mean, do you have some type of spiritual connection to something, right? So, you know, success is not just finances, right? And your relationships with your children, with your husband, your wife, your friends, right? So success, in my, in my opinion, definitely go outside of just financial stability, right? There's many areas that a human being needs to work on actually not that many, about four or five, no more than five areas that I think uh, people should want to master, right? Because it will allow them to have an easier life if they are able to master those things in their life. What do you say about winning and gambling process? Uh, I mean, you know... (laughs) I mean, I think gambling is the worst way to make money, but it is some people that do it professionally, but that wouldn't be my first go-to if I want to make money is to gamble, all right? But, you know, hey, if you're a professional gambler, um, if you're making money, go for it, but not me, not I. <clears throat> How do we systematically get out of a job? Um... You know, it's a few ways. I can tell you my way, but you're not going to like it. But this is my way. And this is what I did. Um, a decade ago, I just woke up one morning. I'm going to be honest. I woke up one morning. And at the time, I was making about 15000 a month. And I was working as a computer engineer. And at the same time, I had to side hustle the side business trying to get it to work in a way to replace my income. And one day, 
two story. I woke up and for a lack of better words, I said, fuck it. I really did. I just said, fuck it, man. I'm done. And I was remote at the time I was working from home. And I just stopped going to meetings, honestly. I had meetings like every day, all day. And you'll think, oh, you're working at home. Weston's in the easy and you don't have to get up. Yeah, but yeah, even that got boring, man. I just didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything for other people, honestly. I wanted to do for myself. So one day I just said, fuck it. I just, I just stopped going to meetings. I stopped checking in. I was still claiming hours. And I kept doing that until they reached out to me and just, they basically let me go. They said, um, Mr. Virgin, we no longer needed you. You know, because I mean, obviously I wasn't showing up to meetings. I, wasn't doing, I just wasn't doing any work. I wasn't fantasy projects. I just stopped. Honestly, because I was just sick and tired of making other people rich, one. And I was sick and tired of people telling me what to do. I'm going to be honest with you. I just, one of my pet peeves is telling me what to do. Like, don't tell me what to do. I don't like nobody telling me what to do, honestly. And it probably stemmed from my father, right? When I was growing up. My dad was, he's a very authoritative man and had no room for failure, no room to talk. He would just, he was kind of like a dictator. It was his way or the highway, literally. And I hated that. I hated it because I couldn't say anything, couldn't talk, couldn't disagree. So I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't live my life like this. So, and this is the reason why I got kicked out of the army. Many of you know. I was in the military for a few years and I got I got honorably discharged. I got kicked out because of my attitude. Cause I just couldn't I had a very dogmatic attitude towards um leadership or people telling me what to do. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean you couldn't tell me what to do. Uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't want to listen to anyone. And I'm not saying I'm not suggesting you take the route that I did, because not listening to anyone, you know, caused me to have a very difficult life in my twenties. But Honestly, I didn't even care. I remember telling my father, said, told him, I said, hey, you don't want me to make, you don't want me to make, because that's what he would tell me. He said, well, I'm just trying to prevent you from making mistakes. I said, let me make mistakes. I want to make them. Let me make them. (laughs) I remember this night. I said, well, I want to make mistakes. Let me make them. It's my life. (laughs) And I made them. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't regret any mistake that I've made in my life. None. And I've made some outrageous mistakes, but I don't regret. I didn't care. It wasn't a big deal to me, right? I did it, and I moved on. So, um, to be honest with you, I had to leave my job. I just had to get, I just, uh-uh. I mean, I just, I didn't want, I was just tired of people telling me what to do. I mean, I'm literally my own boss in life. Like, even if I had a woman, there's no woman going to ever be the boss of me. It's not saying I won't listen to her. Even my daughters, you know, they're not the boss of me. I mean, yeah, sometimes they do try to boss me around a little bit, but they know who the boss is. I'm the boss. I call the shots. Make sense? So, and I would die this way, honestly. It's, it's fine with me, you know. 
but it's a great feeling to be your own boss of yourself that no one literally can tell you what you're supposed to do, what you need to do. Nah, I tell myself, period. I'm my own boss and I'm a good boss to myself. What's next? Any questions for me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, so I kind of, I'm grateful for that experience with my father, him being that way, being tough and hard and just not letting me speak up because it uh, created the man that you're listening to right now. That's the reason why I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I mean, I you know, if you're just an extremely rebellious person and just just can't take people telling you what to do, then, you know, maybe entrepreneurship is for you. Honestly. Oh. Because I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Let me see. All right. I'm going to let you go now. I'm going to let you go here. All right. Much love, guys. Thank you for all the likes and shares. Thank you for tagging people below if you got any value. Always leave a nice little kind comment. I just really would appreciate if you will leave a comment right now. Thank you so much in advance for that. And um, this will be on the podcast and I will post this on Instagram. Wesley Million Dollar Verge. You can always follow me if you're looking for partnership. Just go on a bio. I partner with people on a daily basis here. Always looking to elevate. I'm here to create millionaires, nothing less. And I would love to hear your stories. And I think to myself, if you're going to start, why not now? If not now, then when? You know, because eventually you have to start someday. So why not today? So much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Let's go.